Powered by Righteous Media. Welcome to Independent Americans. Welcome to episode 242. I'm your host, Paul Rykoff. October is almost here. And it's sure to be a Halloween month full of more dastardly tricks than treats. Especially at the intersection of our national security and politics. And it's sure to be a Halloween month overflowing with the stupid. Because this is definitely a time to stay vigilant. I think think he's got some woke policies. I, I like CQ. I've had him in my office several times back when he was chief of the Air Force. Uh, but you he's voted a good against person. him. He's a he's a good person. He believes in what he's doing. We all have you have to believe in what you're doing. Uh, now he he doesn't have, really have any authority other than giving advice to the president. He he's he's a general, but he's not, not really over the Army, Air Force, Navy. Uh, he has to to just give uh, information and advice to the president. Uh, I think he'll do a good job, but I heard him say a few things that that really didn't fit with me in terms of making our military better and better. You got to remember, you know, we have a free what country. What was it, though, specifically, Senator? Well, we have a free country. We have things that that we need to do to make sure that 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 we can uphold, and we can't do that without a great, hard, strong military. Now, uh, I heard mm-hmm. some things that he talked about about race and things that he wanted to mix into the military. Let me tell you something: our military is not an equal opportunity employer. We're looking for the best of best to do whatever. We're not lo- looking for uh, uh, different groups, social justice groups. We don't want to single-handedly destroy our military from within. We all need to be one. It's like a football team I coach. You can't have different groups. Everybody's got to be together to win. There's no second place in war. And as we go into October, that is what doubling down on stupid sounds like. Such an ignorant, ridiculous, and shamefully political response by radical Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville, who around here we know as Senator Redneck. Just a good old boy, never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw, been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. And old Senator Redneck continues to reveal that he has absolutely no clue what he's talking about with regard to the role of the chairman and the Joint Chiefs of Staff, or how the modern military works, or really how modern America works. War is not a football game. I've played in football games, and I've been in wars. And we should all thank God every single day that it's General C.Q. Brown leading our military and not Coach Tommy Tuberville. Because Coach Tommy Tuberville, Senator Redneck, and his 10 radical minions in the Senate can't explain their no vote on the heroic General C.Q. Brown. They should all just admit it. It's part of their radical, backward political agenda. But that General C.Q. Brown vote last week was important because it pulled 11 of these radicals out into the open. And I want to remind you of exactly who they are. Of course, it's Senator Redneck Tommy Tuberville from Alabama, 
Ted Cruz from Texas, J.D. Vance from Ohio, Marco Rubio from Florida, Braun from Indiana, Mike Lee from Utah, no surprise there, Marshall from Kansas, Johnson from Wisconsin, Josh Hawley from Missouri, Schmidt from Missouri, and Loomis from Wyoming. These are the only 11 radical U.S. senators that voted against confirming brave American hero C.Q. Brown to be our 21st chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. 83 other senators from both parties voted to confirm him. But these are the 11 that continue to support our enemies foreign and domestic, right alongside their buddy, Senator Redneck. These are the inside men and women for the American insurgency. And they're the people that have our enemies celebrating. It's the same radical politicians every time. The same ones who put politics over our national security. They want to drag America and our military back to the 1800s. They are the Confederate wing of the GOP. Now, military and political leaders of all political sides have called out Tuberville on his radical bullshit. And his colleagues in the Senate must do the same. Now, I've covered it on this show for months. And I've covered it on TV, on MSNBC, and in plenty of other places. But the bottom line is Tuberville must go. He's a threat to our country and to our troops. And he just keeps doubling down. And back here in the world of the normal and the rational, stakes is high. Yep, stakes is high. And this is a fall 2023 full of tricks, short on treats, and full of weirdness, madness, and craziness. And almost every morning, more breaking news. We have news now out of North Korea. The rogue nation has decided to expel the 23-year-old soldier, Travis King, who illegally crossed into the country during a tour in July. That's according to state media, Korean Central News Agency. They allege King has harbored ill feelings over inhumane treatment and racial discrimination within the U.S. Army and was disillusioned about the unequal U.S. society. And this is actually good news. Private Travis King is on his way home. Now let's get him home. He's an American soldier. Then when he gets home, we can get to the bottom of the whole thing about why he went into North Korea. We covered it with James Laporta on this show a few episodes ago. Go back and check it out if you haven't already. But we should leave no American behind, especially not a service member, ever. And if anyone tells you we should leave a fellow American behind for any reason. Just shut him down. There's a lot of things we just got to shut down. We got to shut down Tommy Tuberville. We got to shut down this talk of leaving Americans behind in North Korea or in Iran. Of course, we've got to shut down electric scooters. But it's also looking like our entire government's going to get shut down. Now, this is a radical move by some of the same people who are voting against C.Q. Brown for chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. They want to shut down the entire federal government. 
which is a radical move. And the cost of a shutdown is real and high, especially for our national security. And the White House has smartly put out a list of the number of active duty troops per state and abroad that would go without pay in the event of a government shutdown. So let me tell you some information you might not have heard about. If this shutdown happens in California, 163,300 troops will go without pay. In Virginia, 129,400 troops will go without pay. In Texas, 114,200 troops will go without pay. In North Carolina, 95,900 troops will go without pay. And abroad, around the world, serving in uniform, 171,700 troops will go without pay. So the shutdown is the last thing that we need right now for so many reasons. So if you've got a radical senator or House member that wants to shut down our government, what you need to do is shut them down. Now, the radicals continue to try to jam up our government. They drive more and more independent Americans away from the Republican Party and unfortunately away from politics in general. But there's something they still couldn't shut down. The brave people of Ukraine and their brave president, Vladimir Zelensky. Now, as we covered, Zelensky was in New York, in Washington, and then he went up to Canada. And after meeting with Zelensky, Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy was asked about his meeting with Zelensky. But McCarthy was non-committal about the aid package that the Biden administration is requesting, which is typical spineless McCarthy, putting appeasement politics ahead of defeating Putin and prioritizing America's national security. And it's another reason our enemies are celebrating. But it was an important and historic and courageous trip for Zelensky. And dealing with the U.S. Congress can be more vexing than combat, I know from experience. But America's got to stay strong in support of Ukraine until victory. And we shouldn't make it so hard for Zelensky and Ukraine. That's why it's good to hear that Biden has told Zelensky that the U.S. will finally send Ukraine attackums long-range missiles. Something we've talked about on this show, and Washington has resisted in supplying them out of fear that it would widen the war with Russia. We've heard about the fears of widening war with Russia since the war began, as Russia continued to widen the war. Our friend Matt Gallagher, a great guest on this show and one of the best writers in America, had a tweet that I'm going to read to you. and I'm not going to do my Matt Gallagher voice. I'm at a loss watching some Americans and Europeans talk about how tired they are of the war in Ukraine. It's been 19 months. How do you think the Ukrainians feel? Also, he posted a quote. They're not getting tired from the Ukrainian war. They're getting tired of the Russian war. They came here, remember? Unquote. And Matt said that quote comes from a Ukrainian special forces soldier that he interviewed last month, the night before his team went into a mission across the zero line. They've earned the right to be tired, Matt said. Being mad that you're being forced to be aware of bad things is something else altogether. Exactly. 
Matt gets it right as he always does, except maybe in his unfortunate choice of football teams with the Cleveland Browns. But I am rooting for them. But unfortunately, Biden and McCarthy still have Zelensky stuck in a ridiculous, paralyzing, and never-ending game of Mother May I. And Nate Sibley of the Hudson Institute had a great tweet. He said, Biden denied Ukraine attackums again, while McCarthy declined Zelensky's request to address Congress. Meanwhile, out in the cold and dark, bullets are whipping over and into young Ukrainians as they stand alone on the front line of the free world. Not a good time for American leadership. He's right. This hasn't been a great time for American leadership of both parties. But we can continue to lead on all the issues that are important to America and on defending and supporting Ukraine. So if someone tries to tell you that America should pull the plug on Ukraine, shut them down. Corruption is worldwide, and in America especially, and we need to shut that down too. Because this week, we learned that Trump isn't the only high-profile American politician who's been indicted more than once. And one of them, unlike Trump, is still in office. I'm talking about New Jersey Democrat Senator Bob Menendez, who was indicted on bribery charges. New Jersey senior Senator Bob Menendez is facing federal bribery charges. The Senate Democrat and his wife were indicted today. Menendez is accused of taking hundreds of thousands of dollars in bribes from businessmen in New Jersey, as well as the Egyptian government. Investigators say they found gold bars and cash stuffed in jacket pockets bearing the senator's name. As you've probably heard, the New Jersey Democrat and Senate Foreign Relations Committee chair had been under investigation for about a year, and this is his second indictment since becoming a senator. He's been charged with conspiracy to commit bribery, conspiracy to commit honest service fraud, and conspiracy to commit extortion under color of official right. The bribes that Senator Menendez and his wife allegedly received included cash, gold bars, payments toward a home mortgage, and compensation for a low or no-show job, a luxury vehicle, and other items of value. That's what the indictment alleges. So see, it's not just Republicans. And now Trump isn't the only high-profile politician who's been indicted more than once. But Menendez, unlike Trump, is still in office. Like Trump, he shouldn't be. He should be out. And this is why so many Americans hate politics and politicians. It's not the same, of course, but we're fed up with both parties. And they don't trust any of it. And news like this gives them even more reason. Americans continue to be starving for a generational change in leadership. Because every week it's something new. And if you're not angry, you're not paying attention. And I've been trying to pay attention and help you stay vigilant. And often when I call out Republicans... I call out Democrats, too, because it's necessary. Now, someone named AZ Native 52 commented on my Instagram page this week. He or she wrote, God, I hate this both sides crap. And I responded because I felt I should. It's not both sides, just not supporting both sides, nor should I have to. I can dislike more than one thing at different levels for different reasons. And what I hate is when people can't respect that. Trump needs to be in jail. Menendez needs to go. It's not both sides. It's both are guilty. And now members of the Senate, right now only Democrats, 
like Sherrod Brown and John Fetterman and Nancy Pelosi have called for Menendez to resign. But all senators and House members should do the same. It's obvious. But meanwhile, still, not a single senator has called for Tuberville to resign. While he continues to undermine our national security, damage military morale, give Alabama a terrible name, and totally disrupt the lives of countless troops and their families, which is shameful. And we got to shut it down. I justified, my mama cried. Black people died when the other man lied. See the TV, listen to me, double trouble. Speaking of something else shameful that should probably get shut down, here's some news that nobody wanted to hear. California Governor Gavin Newsom and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis will debate on Fox News with Sean Hannity as the moderator. Now, Newsom challenged DeSantis to a debate after he sent migrants to Massachusetts. And look, here's the bottom line. This is shamelessly self-promotional from two experts. But with Hannity hosting, it's also just bad for America. So shame on Newsom for agreeing to it. I'd say shame on DeSantis, but we all know DeSantis feels no shame. Our politics are being reduced to an infinitely more boring version of Celebrity Deathmatch. And since they're just throwing people up there, they might as well put up an independent in the mix to recognize that 49% of us don't want to be a part of either the Democratic or Republican Party. Independent Americans continue to be underrepresented in the entire national political discussion. In the meantime, I'm okay with none of these debates and formats happening, especially if they don't include independents. So as far as I'm concerned... You can shut them down. Now, as we shut down September and move swiftly into October, I want to take a moment to pause for something serious, something important. September is recognized as National Suicide Prevention Awareness Month by a host of advocacy groups and government offices. And it's a good time to remind everybody that we're all in this together. You're not alone. And hope, connection, and community can help folks through some very difficult times. I've seen that after decades of working in the mental health space and being around the fight for suicide. And there is help out there, including 988. 988 is now the three-digit dialing code that routes callers to the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. When people call, text, or chat with the 988 Lifeline, they're connected to trained counselors that are part of the existing 988 Lifeline network. So keep that in your number. Share it with anybody who needs it. And you can also be a helper and answer the call. 988 Lifeline centers are looking to bring on new volunteers and paid employees. You get training, and if you're looking to make a difference for those in crisis, you can apply now. If you go to 988lifeline.org backslash careers, I'll also put it in the show notes. But the key to fighting suicide is hope, connection, and community, which we're always trying to support and amplify on this show. And that's going to be happening this week in Maryland. And I want to give a big shout out to former guest and friend of this show, Mark Roberge, the lead singer of the amazing group OAR, who will be hosting the Oceans Calling Festival down in Maryland this weekend. If you're down in that area or you want to go, check it out. 
the lineup, and the layout is amazing. They've got good stuff from Ben Harper to Michael Franti to Weezer to Incubus. And another guest of this show, our friend Chef Robert Irvine, is going to be providing the food. And it's on the beach, and they have rides. It's going to be an amazing three days of music and hope and connection and community. And I continue to be inspired by the creativity, heart, and vision of my buddy Mark Roberge, Benj, and the whole OAR crew. So check out the Ocean's Calling Festival online and help us keep the community going. And if someone says that they don't have time to connect, they don't have time for music, they don't have time to be a part of anything good you got going on, just shut them down. I shut them down. Shut them down. Shut them down. can't shut down this show independent americans has now reached number 184 in the philippines as we continue to spread hope connection and community be sure to check out the hashtag look for the helpers on twitter and share yours i'll be bringing guests back soon in the meantime i'm going to continue to give you these quick fire episodes and check out independentamericans.us where you can support this show you can spread the light and contrast to heat and you can become a member of our patreon community Shout out to all of our patrons, especially some of the newer ones, including Carl Heller. What's up, Carl? Welcome to our independent movement. You are something we don't want to shut down and we want to continue to drive forward because independents are the future and we're not alone in our independence. America may be more divided than ever, but we at Independent Americans and Righteous Media are working to change it, adding light to contrast the heat of the other political shows. So keep spreading the word. Look for me every week now on MSNBC with Nicole Wallace and with Joy Reid and in other places across your media dial. And please continue to share the information about this show. If you're among the now 49% of Americans who are independent, this is your show. And even if you're a Republican or a Democrat and you're not a diehard partisan, if you're independent curious, this is your show. All are invited and welcome because our independent movement is the hope for the future country over party, people over politics. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share it far and wide. Invite your friends to declare their independence. Help us shut down the minions that are following the two parties into a dastardly place for America. There are other options, and declaring your independence makes them available to you. Invite your friends to declare their independence. And stay vigilant, my friend, because eternal vigilance is the price of freedom. And hope is still the oxygen of democracy. So stay vigilant and know you're not alone in your vigilance. We're all vigilant and we're all in this together. I'm your host, Paul Rykoff. Thank you for listening. Down with Putin. Slava Ukraine. Stay vigilant, America. And if anyone tells you to do otherwise, you know what to do. Shut them down. Come on. Oh, wait a minute now. Powered by Righteous Media.